It was around the time in my career where I felt like I had all the accolades, the Grammys and all the awards and hit records. And I appreciate that and I definitely value that and hold it in high regard. However, there were just so many things that I felt I was seeing just such a blatant disrespect for our people. Today we have the CEO and founder of Grand Hustle Music, Grand Hustle Films, entrepreneur, businessman, husband, father, the list goes on. And as he will call it, it's the King T.I. Now I feel like I, I am turning my children loose in the world that I have created for them. And I feel like, you know, it was all for nothing. And you guys, if you are listening and you're enjoying this, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. I have the legendary, okay, now. the one and only, the icon. Mm. Yes, T.I. in the building. Man, I thought you were talking about you, man. You hear me? <laughs> you a mess. <laughs> What's going on? Thank you for having me. No, thank you for being here. Right on, man. Thank My you. pleasure. My thank pleasure. Thank you for being here. And I love talking to people. When I said legendary, I meant that literally, who are living legendary. Man. You are iconic. We are in the Trap Museum. That's right. 20 year anniversary Trap Music. Yep, yep, yep. Did you know this 20 years ago? No. What what, what no. was your vision then? Did you know um, you didn't have you didn't know this was gonna be iconic? I mean, listen, I knew that it would be an accurate, authentic representation of the lifestyle that I was exiting mm. and, and 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 sharing the experiences that me and my partners, the people around me. Uh, had to endure and overcome to make it to that place. Uh, I knew I'd be memorializing uh, certain experiences and, and, and just paying respects to certain people um, and sharing certain values and, and, and principles and morals and just codes of conduct that probably wasn't being represented at the time in music. Uh, but what I didn't, what I didn't count on, and what I, you know, what I could not have anticipated was how many other people. Has, has so many similar shared experiences. Mm -hmm. And that's from the listeners who identified with, with, you know, the language I was speaking and the, the environments that I was describing and the, the, the experiences I was detailing. So many people shared in that. And also um, other artists mm -hmm. who had come from similar backgrounds, how they would, you know, um, take advantage of the opportunity to now share their story to memorialize their their upbringing and the people who put them in position and gave them, you know, the moral standards and principles and the code of conduct to operate. Uh, I mean, this is not something that could have been done individually. You know what I mean? This is definitely a collective, collective. effort. Yeah, it's a collective. Um, and I'm just, commandments are real. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just proud. Hey, man, with no order, there's chaos. You feel mm -hmm. me? I'm just proud to be a part of something that means so much to so many and provided uh, such a, uh, a high standard of living for people's lives and people's families uh, just for generations to come. It's a pleasure. That's but the glory awesome. should go to God, you know what I'm saying? I'm, just, a, so I'm just an instrument. That is so true. And on the subject of even living legendary, I saw in your bio you have hashtag us or else. Yeah. When did you know in your career that you could use your platform for social justice? Um, 
Man, you know what I think? It was around the time in my career where I felt like I had all the accolades, the Grammys and all the awards and hit records. And um, and I appreciate that, and I definitely value that and hold it in high regard. However, there were just so many things that I felt I was seeing just such a blatant disrespect for our people on a, on a, on a public political level that, you know, I just felt like my children at the time, my daughter mm-hmm. was probably back. You know, she was she, she was like 18, 19 at the time. My sons was starting to drive. And now I feel like I, I am turning my children loose in the world that I have created for them. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if I didn't use that influence to, to make the world a better place, to do something that could, you know, make the world, I had a hand in creating something that is more accepting and more, you know, more welcoming to them then I feel like, you know, it was all for nothing. So it was around that time that I felt. And then, you know, just things that happened. Like, there were moments that just felt wrong. That I, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just felt like I had to, uh, I mean, I had to I had to do what I could to show my disapproval. Like, Trayvon Martin, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just, it, it's so many different things that kind of had a domino effect that led to us or else. What is us or else? Uh, us or else is, well, more than anything, man, it's a mindset. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, if we ain't going to be all right, ain't nobody going to be all right. You know what I mean? If it ain't going to be no respect for us, ain't going to be no respect for nobody. Um, and I think that that is the manner in which um, we have been treated. Mm-hmm. We are being treated. And I feel like, you know, uh, reciprocity is universal. Mm-hmm. On the subject of that, I ran into you at the Breakfast Club. <laughs> <laughs> you did? With, in, with, 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 with Crump. Yes. Yeah, the OG. I'm in the middle of a federal court case. Whew, I know what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to have to help give me some advice. To We're going to talk through this. Okay. People are accusing me or of alleged, saying I'm allegedly discriminating because I mm. invest in black and brown women in their businesses. I run the first venture capital fund mm-hmm. that is built by women of color for women of color. Okay. Um, What's wrong with that? Nothing. That's against the law? They made that against the law? Nothing. Okay. Well, yeah, some, something like that. They have this. They said they filed a suit against us using Section 1981 out of 1866 Civil Rights Act. Okay. And what that says is you can't basically mix race and contract. Well, the devil is busy. Yes, very you know much so. Very much so. Uh, I think that, man, first of all, just to argue your, the point of your case, if I was in that position, mm-hmm. I would, I would uh, argue the point of, of the extreme detriment that exists in the community of not just black and brown women, but women, period. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? How much, uh, how much less opportunity has been available have been made available for women and uh exceptions are made for exceptional circumstances um you 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 are addressing a necessity that may not exist for Mm -hmm. everyone else so that's not discrimination that's targeting the affected area Mm -hmm. you feel me so i think you know i probably approach it from that perspective but they're going to have some more shit in the game, so you may as well get ready for that. Oh, it's yeah. Ca- it's coming. Most <laughs> definitely. They're using us the same way affirmative action was shut down for the colleges. Mm. They took one case, and it shut down for all the colleges. Yeah, it's called case law. 
Yeah. Case law. And that's what they're doing. They're trying to shut not us down. They're trying to shut everybody down. but Mm. using us. And I don't know if people really understand the domino effects of what's going on. This is talking about any type of scholarship for women, Mm -hmm. any type of scholarships for people of color. Okay. Anything. It could be the HBCUs. Right. Anything dealing with race and contract or even gender. They are trying to stop all diversity, equity, and inclusion. It's an attack on that. Okay. So I think... Um, the question would be if there is a race or a gender mm-hmm. that have less available to them systemically um, and, and, and it has consistently shown itself to be this way, should they say that, that this dire need should continue to go unaddressed? Now, I'm just asking. I mean, I think that, that those are the mm-hmm. questions you got to ask because you, you got to put them... You know, That's good. Yeah, like so. Should, should are you saying we're gonna that, keep perpetuating this this this, right. this disparity? Like exactly. we don't keep saying this so is okay. We should accept, you know, the downtrodden nature of 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 the existence uh, in this country, and we shouldn't even try to do anything to uh, put ourselves on, on 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 equal playing field. I think that, you know, when you say certain things to people and, and make them repeat it back to you. You know, mm-hmm. they, they hear it in their own voice, and it kind of sounds stupid to them. Maybe if they, I don't know, man. You know, some people like it sounding stupid. Uh, but I think y'all got, you know, and y'all got a hell of a uh, a right to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that you you are a blessing to those that you have been able to support, and you fighting the fight uh, for so many. And, you know, we going to be there with you. Thank you. I appreciate it. And when you mentioned about the right to do something. Yeah. One thing that they're actually using our attorneys, and we're like loaded up on attorneys, is the First Amendment, freedom of speech. Right. Okay. That is the biggest argument. That argument actually won us in the district court. Mm. We're just being appealed right now. Okay. Because they said they had a freedom of speech. They said your money is even a freedom of speech. Okay. How you choose to spend your money. You got the right to support who you who feel you should be to. supported. Yep. Yeah. And they say it's a freedom of speech. So right now we're going through an appellate process because mm-hmm. they appealed on us. They granted this them this appeal. But this is the thing. If we win, mm. it's the only court that they can go appeal us to is Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. And if we lose, we got to go defend ourselves now. Yeah. And I believe in the work we do. We've, we've deployed over $26 million dollars. In investment money. We've done millions in grant money. We've mm-hmm. raised over 50 plus million and more. Amazing. Um, but they ain't, they ain't, they ain't, the money ain't froze. You can still use the money. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, this is the thing. One of the programs actually is froze, according to the judge. It's crazy. Okay, that's one of them, but the rest of the money, you still, <laughs> yes. you can still move. All right, man, as long as you can yeah, yeah, continue, right. we are in keep business. the money moving. But, but that is Cause, at risk. Because more than anything, what it is, is it's meant to be a distraction. Correct. I've been running my business per usual. Yeah. Per usual, we've been deploying, we've been investing during this time, right. all of it. Because I'm like, no, you ain't about to stop this business. You got to keep pushing, man. But you the got risk to keep we did, walk big on. wheels keep rolling. You're right. Big wheels keep rolling. I'm gonna keep that going. Yeah, Jay Prince shirt. He told me. <laughs> yeah, got I had a rap black contract years ago. Back <laughs> when I had PR and marketing. Before I became a venture capitalist. Yeah. My PR and marketing company, hilarious. But let me just understand that. Okay, so they saying that. You should not focus on not just women, but you shouldn't focus on uh, helping, aiding, and assisting the needs of people of color. Correct. 
Okay. Um, okay, so the assistance comes from the necessity. Correct. Okay, so, and for everyone to have the same assistance or need the same assistance, mm-hmm. we would probably have to have our existence come from the same origin. Okay, so we were brought here against our will and forced to, you know, raped, beat, um, program uh, to, to work for free and, and accept second-class citizenship. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, and, and the effects of that still are, you know, existing to this day. Okay, white people, you know, bless their heart, they don't have that. Mm-hmm. You hear me? They do not have that same necessity. Uh, there's been everything done on behalf of and 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 from for white mm-hmm. people. Um, so I don't see how they could raise an argument that the same necessity uh, exists. So if the necessity is not the same, well, then the support can't be the same. We're going to make it real simple. Plain well, as day. I mean, you you can try. You know what I'm saying? But the devil is here to distract. The devil is here to convolute the messaging. They're here to distract. You know what I'm saying? And it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a fight. But, you know, the greatest fights are meant for the strongest warriors. What you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm going to take a note. I need to take a note from your mental fortitude. Now, I got a chance to see you go through some trials. Mm-hmm. And I don't even mean from afar. I mean from when we worked on Takers. This was a definite right. time in your life. It was. Um, for those listening. Moment of testimony. Yes. Yeah. But your mental fortitude is, like, unmatched. Like, it's, it's, it is something so strong. I mean, at that time, this is 2000. We filmed that 08. Came out 2010. So, yeah. We had to we wait for you to get back out. Yeah, we filmed it in 08. That's right. Came out 2010. Yep. I even remember being on set. We got to get you community service out. Or That's right. Like, let me make sure we got kids running we around. We had kids busting. We got a set going on so downstairs. Speak. Yeah, absolutely did. And I'm like, but I'm watching you up close go like this. You was living through life just like this. Yeah. Give me a tip. What What, what is that? Are you Are you praying? Are you meditating? Are you I'll working look. out? What What is giving you this consistent where there's high or low, I'm here. Man, to be honest with you, man, you know, when you've made it through so much, it's like, okay, well, if what I've made it through already didn't break me and didn't beat me, and if I, you know, if God blessed me to make it through that, then my confidence is built. Uh, this is going to be all right, too. You know what I mean? And most of the times, you know, I found, uh, I, I, I read this, and then I thought about it, and it's true. I uh, read somewhere, it say uh, 95% of the time we worry about things that never even happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So to be honest with you, whether you assume it's going to go well or assume it's going to go bad, assuming it's going to go bad is only going to stress you to the point where you're just going to hurt yourself more than necessary. So once it goes good, the damage is done to your nerves and to your, you know, to your confidence, your self-talk is going gonna, it's, it's to ripple. It's going to linger. So you may as well just assume the best. And, and and know that if God is with you, nothing else can be against you. And uh, until something else shows me different, that's how I'm rocking. Well, okay. Now, I want to get back on just your support for women. Okay. And I really want to talk about your daughters. 
Okay. Because this baby girl is just taking the world by storm. <laughs> She is, Eris is everywhere. I'm like, yeah, wait, I she, look up, I'm like, she's singing again, singing again. I remember seeing on social when she had a vocal coach, coach I think, busy. at like three. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, she's staying busy, man. She stays so busy. So how is it to support your daughters in such a male-dominated industry? Beyond which, I never wanted them involved. I never really wanted them involved. I, 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 I And not just my daughters, none of my none of my children. I, Are they I all never, there now? I know it, right? <laughs> What That's what I get for wanting. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh my gosh, you didn't want them in the business? Nah, man. I just know how much treachery, how much betrayal, how much, you know, how much, how much, how much of the dark side exists in this. And I never wanted to expose them to that. I always wanted them to be able to, you know, tailor make their own path and and create their own motion, coming from different areas, given the influence that we've already created in this industry. Um, I want my I want it like, you know, one of my kids to dive into real estate. You know what I mean? I mean, you're deep so, there. I mean, yeah, but see, that's what I'm saying. But I, 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 I should be able to hand that to them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, also, man, I just, I think that it's not enough lawyers, doctors, engineers, architects. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's not enough of them in the world, you know, coming from our households. We got a thousand rappers, producers, DJs, models, actors, actresses. Not that there's anything wrong with any of this, mm-hmm. but I just feel like, you know what I'm saying, to 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 keep us where we need to be uh, uh, to get us uh, uh, post-metamorphosis, you know, mm-hmm. to allow us to evolve the way that I envision us evolving. Uh, I just feel like, you know, we need, Man, we need more Thurgood Marshalls. We need more Ben mm. Crumps. We need more, you know what I mean? Like, we 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 need more than just entertainment. We can't entertain our way out of the slump. That That's in. good. We need more venture capitalists. What I do, if anybody's listening, I work in a world where it's 92% white male. Mm. And I tell people all the time, if we can diversify the investors, mm-hmm. we can diversify the investments. That's right. That's real. Like, there's a reason why majority of the funding is going the way it's going. We don't have enough of us cutting checks. That's right. I said we need more of us cutting checks. Access to capital has always been, you know, the thing that, that you know, has held access to information and access to capital. Yeah. Has been the things that have, that have you know, plagued our community and kept us from having the same opportunities and being in the same positions as our Caucasian counterparts. That's why we trying to be, uh, they're trying to stop us now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, man. Trying, man. That's what people do when they expect to fail. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, either you're doing it or not. You know what I mean? So I feel like you guys, man, you guys have, I mean, really I feel like you have the, how can I say, you got motion on your side. Like you got mm-hmm, the, the energy. The energy is, is, is swelling on your behalf because, again, of the necessity that exists. In, in in your in your peer group in our peer group you mm-hmm. know what I mean uh, and they can't that one thing you can't argue you can't argue against the 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 detriment of of the transatlantic slave trade Mm-mm. the detriment <clears throat> of Jim Crow of of segregation of how you know people of color have been discriminated against you can't like these effects historically you can go back to before when calendars were created and you see Mm-hmm. That people have been, you know, marginalizing our people um, 
And if you argue against that and say that we should not try to offset that deficit with some some area of success or a resolution, you're telling us to accept a substandard existence. Oh, yeah. It got real bold. I will tell you this, though. When we were in federal district court, which is public and the transcripts are public, mm. I mean, on <clears throat> their side, they tried to argue on behalf of the KKK. Like, it was that bold in there. I was like, oh, this is crazy. I was like, this, yeah. this, this is nuts. Luckily, like I said, a judge in the federal district court ruled in our favor. Right. Because he even asked, I can't remember what the question was, but it was something in reference to acting. Yeah. And it was clearly something that a black man played. He said, right. so you want to tell me, I don't know, let me think of, give me any, any like one of Denzel's characters. He All said, right. so that, that was supposed to be De Niro? Like, <laughs> what, are you, what are you trying to tell me here? Mm. So he was trying to say, he said, people get the cast according to race. If they want to do a film, a TV, or People anything get the of that cast nature, according to performance, especially when it comes. I mean, that, I mean, well, you can even just look at you know how many white people play you know Egyptian roles. Oh Lord! You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I think who played Moses? I look, I was looking at the the story of Moses. I forgot who was that. Well, Charles recently they had, Okay, recently yeah, that they was a, somebody it. else. They just re they recasted it and shot it again. But let's go with Charleston Heston. Charleston Heston played Moses. Who? Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe played Moses. Um, Char- no, nah, I don't know if that was Russell. <laughs> no, Crow. I was. Okay, I I'm calling cap Crow. on that. I'm calling cap on that. <laughs> uh, I was like, I don't think Russell Crowe. <laughs> maybe Christian Bale or somebody like that. Maybe Christian Bale. Well, re- well like recently that. it was a big this big talk on Netflix. They have a series on African queens. Mm-hmm. And the director, a Persian woman, she cast a black woman for Cleopatra. Okay. And Jada Pickett Smith did the um all the narration and it caused But wait, Cleopatra was in Africa, right? <laughs> she said the biggest issue that Egyptians are having, she said, Y'all not having an issue that I cast a black woman, y'all having an issue that you're having to identify as African. Yeah. She said, Let's let's start there. I mean, I think that Man, I think if everybody could just wrap their mind around just a little bit of reality. Yes, thank you. You know what I'm saying? And just begin from there. Uh, Just like, you know, if we lived in a world where we didn't wrap our minds around the reality of of us being discriminated against, us being downtrodden, we Mm -hmm. walked out and thought that we were to be dealt with the same way as our Caucasian counterpart, and that was our expectation. Man, we'd be dead in no time. We have to, we walk outside the door with an understanding, man. It's different from you than it is for everybody else. Yeah. So you got to deal with yourself accordingly. And if everybody could just wrap their mind around a little bit of a reality, then I think, you know, we'll be in a better place. Yeah, because I told them even before we went into court, I said, well, I want the same thing as the man who's suing us want. I said, I want a world where race you know, doesn't matter. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, and this was such a... Uh, such a liberal society that we live in. It's mm-hmm. such a liberal time. Well, you know what I'm saying? You know, you got your different uh, pronouns. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got your he, she, we, they, they. them. You know what I'm saying? Why well, I would like to identify as a, 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 a white man with an 840 uh, credit score. I would like to identify that. So I'm going to go to the bank <laughs> and I'm going to write my name down. I can't, I can't with the comedian right <laughs> yeah, now. And, and, and Schwartz. Schwartz would be my last name. And I um, yeah, right and I will, I will identify as him, and I'm gonna see what kind of opportunities I can create for myself. <laughs> I, I can't, I, I can't think. with the comedian right now. Oh Lord, Lord help me. Okay, You're crazy. No, I'm serious. So, 
You and all these thousands of careers, Mr. Comedian, all these careers. What? I heard you 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 taking a break from one of them. No, yeah, I mean, I you heard know, you retiring from rap. Yeah, man, I think it's about time to dedicate time and attention to something else. You know, I think we've uh, we pretty much hammered the nail in this one. I mean, you, 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 know you, what you have done it all, but what do you plan? What, what's your next level of evolution? What do you plan to explore? Because it's, it's so much. Um, writing, producing, directing, film, and television uh, is one thing. Uh, comedy, uh, stand-up comedy is another thing. Uh, uh Continuing my commercial real estate endeavors, uh, that's another thing. Um, it's so, I mean, it's just so much, you know what I mean? Hospitality, mm-hmm. looking at offering experiences. I want to offer experiences to our people who come from our community, simply because, you know, when you look at the power of our dollar, because uh, they've always, they never wanted, you know, to be bothered with black people, but they always wanted to reap the benefits from our spending power. So you look at, we at, you know, trillions of dollars now, you know what I'm saying, over mm-hmm. a trillion dollars annually. That's the power of our consumer base, okay? Mm-hmm. So I just want to offer experiences to the people from our community, for the people from our community, uh, 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 from the people from our community, speaking the language that they understand, offering them food that you know is is familiar to them, offering them vibes and and just you know good times. You know, I know what a person that comes from this generation, a person that, that I know what kind of hotel room he want to stay in. I feel like you feel what I'm saying. I feel like I know what kind of what kind of what kind of what kind of shoes he want to wear, what kind of mm-hmm. clothes he want to wear, what kind of car he like to buy. I feel like I know all of these things, and with it's not enough. Given our, our, our buying power, it isn't enough uh, made in our favor. Mm-hmm. You know, it isn't enough made in our favor simply because it ain't enough of us making stuff. So I want to find other ways to offer experiences and uh, commodities to our community. That's beautiful. Well, thank you. That's beautiful. I appreciate now, we, it. Some of the kids, they're going to gonna pick some of that up. I hope so. I got faith. <laughs> I hope so. No, I, I do have faith. And you you invest a lot, though. I do my best. You know, and get what? Ain't no venture capitalist ever gave me no money. You hear me? I ain't shoot, got no That's money. why I became no. one, because ain't but, nobody give me none well, either. Yeah, hurry up and give me some before they get it from me. <laughs> <laughs> hurry up and give me some while you still can. It is not too late. <laughs> <laughs> Why you still care? I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep being able to. Okay. Yeah. If we but got anything to do with it, I yeah. know that's right. I know that's right. But no, you do invest. I you do. do invest. I do. You even mentioned investment to me one time. We was up at Bar Vegan. You was talking about investment. Okay. I mean, man. You know, man. My 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 spiel is my spiel, man. I feel like you know. Well, what makes you invest? Is it the product? Is it because I'm an investor? So is it the founder? Is it the product? Is it the deal? I just lo- I love a deal. Mm-hmm. I love a deal. I love doing deals, negotiating deals, finding deals, um, turning a bad deal into a good deal. Uh, I love uh, just just the the opportunity to to turn nothing into something. You know what I'm saying? To take something that everybody else walked back and forth past and didn't nobody have no idea of what to do with this. Mm-hmm. Taking that and making it something that everybody else finds attractive after I'm done with it. Uh, and I, I have, you know, I've, I've been fortunate enough to, to read enough and, and be introduced to enough people that have shared, you know, 
the fact with me that money, as much fun as we have with it, and as useful as it is, it is a tool. It's a tool. It it's is an tool. instrument. It's a tool. And so, you know, if you have money, then the greatest thing you could do with this tool, you know, to optimize the benefit of it is to use it to get you some more. Mm-hmm. And you can't do that with it sitting in the bank. You can't Mm-mm. do that, you know, buying depreciate assets and focusing on fun all the time. So just as much fun as you focus on, just as much as you ball, you're going to have to figure out a way to utilize the tool of income. You know what I mean? And I do it by investing. Now, so is real estate, you would say, probably your favorite for investing? It's probably one of the most lucrative. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I think my favorite investment is, 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 is me. I know, you know that's what I mean? right. Investing in me. me, you know what I'm saying? Taking that my is, money. That is your best investment. Taking my money and putting it into something that only I believe in, that nobody else can see. Like, for instance, what you're sitting in right now, a trap music museum. If mm-hmm. I had to wait on uh, a, a venture capitalist group, <laughs> or if I had to wait on an institutional, a, uh-huh. a, a institution, a financial institution to see what I'm saying, looking at the black and white of it all, trying to find comps in the in the area and all this stuff, this would never exist. exist. You that feel is me? So true. Um, and I'm not finna just wait on nobody else to give me some money to do what I already know that I, I can, can do. do. You know what I mean? Uh, so that's my favorite investment. You know what I'm saying? Like like proving proving people wrong who can't see what I see when I'm seeing it. And, uh, you know, but I think that one of my most lucrative investments is real estate, definitely. Yeah, I did a, um, the, the micro home community, the one in College Park. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? I've been seeing them pop the up. The South Park one, Techie Homes. I haven't seen it, no. But I, I've been seeing the, 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 the tiny the, home the tiny communities. Homes. So how many? So how much acreage do you need to do that? You don't need much. I think we did it with three acres. Three acres? His name's Booker Washington. Okay. He came to my house, and I wanted to build a tiny one backyard. And I said, okay, well, what's your dream? Mm. And then he told me what he wanted to do, and I introduced him to some people. Next thing you know, we had... 30 homes sold in about 45 days. What? And all we had to do was start remind with... You, remind me to tell me... Remind me to tell you my dreams. I got some dreams. Before you get out of here, just remind me. No. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 just, just remind we me. We took a rundown house. Don't let me forget now. I won't let okay. you forget. all right. We all took right. a rundown house. At yeah, I heard it. <laughs> we took a rundown house in College Park. It was only 150000 Right. I think I put in $25,000 just to make six figures. Boom. Just like that. You see what I'm saying? Look at the beauty of that. Yeah. That's a good day. Just boom. That's a good day. I was day. like, boom. oh, well, great. And then, but you doing it, you know, you doing it, you 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 playing with the house money. <laughs> you yeah. see what I'm saying? See, I, I do this with bread and meat. No, I don't no, no, win, that I don't not, eat. That, was, that wasn't me? the venture capital fund. Oh, that, that was, was your my, money? Yeah, that was my money. Oh, okay, yeah. cool, cool. Yeah, you were slumming it then, like me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was my money. But it feels different, though. Mm-hmm. It has a different feeling. It's more rewarding when it's your own bread. It man. is. Yeah. It, it definitely. But I don't know what the other thing feel like, so I'm gonna wait on you to share that with me. I don't know what the other thing feel well, like. Well, we yet. you have to have a woman of color co-founder. I got. You said one. I got that. <laughs> got plenty. Got plenty. Got plenty. Got plenty. Got plenty. Can't be the red out there. I knew you was gonna say I got one. Last generation, this generation, next generation. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I do, as an angel investor, I invest in so many black male businesses. Mm. I invested in Music Breaker, Nas invested in it too. A whole bunch of okay. people went in on a business. But I do, as a dope. as an angel investor, I invest in a lot of businesses. I think it's dope that, you know, because I've known you, man, oh, back Lord. when we were both, you know. 2000. Nothing. 2000, <laughs> nothing. You hear me? I, I remember when I first, I think it may have been. 
05-ish when I first met man, you? Man, I think Maybe. it was before then. Ooh. I think it was before then, man. It was before Dro had even popped. It was yeah. you playing Dro somewhere. And we, you know, we always cross paths. At, about 20 years. Yeah, man, by, by the dub. And I remember just seeing, you know, your evolution and how many pivots you made oh. um, and, and, and how tenacious you have remained on your path. And, you know, it's dope to see you, you know what I'm saying, find yourself in a position where, where you, you actually doing what you love for a living and helping others while doing it. That's dope. Thank you. Right on. Thank you. That just touched my heart. Right on. <laughs> well, we're going to wrap this up. My okay. last question to you, then. yes, is <laughs> what is your legacy? Ah, that ain't for me to say. You know what I mean? What my legacy is, it ain't for me to say. I like that. Um, you know, I think God put me here, man, to serve a purpose. And I think the effort, the 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 activity around me, things I've done, um, the people that, that I've helped and inspired. And you know what I mean? I think all that gonna speak for me. I don't, I don't need to say what my legacy is. I love that. Right on. Well, y'all have heard it here, Fearlessly Living with Arian Simone. Yeah. If you enjoyed this, like, comment, and subscribe. Yeah, that part. Now, here, let, me talk to, let me talk to you about my dreams. Let me, let me. About your dreams? <laughs> <laughs> I got this big one right with <laughs> So, Tim, thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thank you.